0: Hi, dude. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Quick Fix Podcast. I'm Forrest Hammond II, and here you'll get proven information to increase success and improve in every area, including finance, leadership, and relationships. Better information equals better thinking, and that guarantees better results. You just have to change what's going into your brain. Now it's time to get your quick fix. This is the Quick Fix Podcast. Quick You know, there are a lot of ways I could spend my birthday today, but I'm going to spend it with you and just sharing some of the thoughts and things that have really helped me improve and become uh, more positive and just trying to be better. But uh, quotations, stories and things that uh, I found great. So here goes. Ralph Walder Emerson said, thought is seed of action. And, you know, the old saying, as a man thinketh, so is he. Then also, William James, the psychologist in 1842, said, that which which holds our attention determines our action. And you think about what you think about. When you're thinking about what you're thinking about, you have to think and say to yourself as you think it, what... Am I thinking about and what does that kind of lead me to? Because thoughts always lead to your actions. And I like Henry Bergson. He's a French philosopher. He said, think like a man of action and act like a man of thought. And I know I've been in both sides with learning um you know i have been involved in different businesses and in one business i learned everything and essentially i would just do one or the other i'd be learning everything and learning the principles but no action or i'd go and do the action and none of the learning and so i just never got ahead same thing with working out i would either be really good on the diet side and nothing on the action side um or vice versa. And it's never effective until you line them both up. So got to get those thoughts right in order to have that action come out right as well. So with our thoughts, William James, who was a great Harvard psychologist, once asked this question, how would you like to create your own mind? But isn't that about what usually happens? Professor James explained that the mind is made up by what it feeds upon. He said that the mind, like the dyer's hand, is colored by what it holds. If I hold in my hand a sponge full of purple dye, my hand becomes purple. And if I hold in my mind and heart great ideas of faith and enthusiasm, my whole personality is changed accordingly. If we think negative thoughts, we develop negative minds. And so on and so forth. So... Positive begets positive, negative begets negative. So it's, it's all what we're putting in the tank. And I've talked about this before. It's, it's pretty much one of my favorite things to talk about because I think positivity and, um, you know, the right thoughts, the right um, positive thoughts will lead to the right actions and the right results. Norman Vincent Peale said it this way, to change your circumstances first, start thinking differently. So your thoughts... Are you, you know, develop into your words, your words form and build your beliefs, your beliefs lead to actions and your actions lead to those results. So I've been thinking a lot about adversity and hardship and just some people in our lives who are going through some hard things and, um, you know, thoughts are very important in going through those hardships and you can, you could think about it in one of two ways. William Penn illustrated it by saying the secret of happiness is to count your blessings while others are adding up their troubles. Sometimes that's hard to do depending on what's going on. So I have from the book, attitude is everything by Jeff Keller. He has seven ways adversity can serve us. And I think this is a good teaching tool. Number one, adversity gives us perspective. So that's how we can build our perspective. It's, you know, if we're looking at it as a real negative, then it's going to be hard and my life's horrible and I'm a victim, a victim of circumstance, a victim of the system, whatever. Or you can look at it as these things are building me. Yes, it's difficult, but now I can use this to help others. Number two, adversity teaches us to be grateful. We've talked about counting our blessings, and that's always a, a positive thing to do. And this is all these things are dependent on your attitude. If you have an attitude of positivity towards adversity, these things will be the fruit of it. Number three, adversity brings out our hidden potential. We cannot grow without adversity. It's like building your muscles. Same thing for the physical therapy. Whenever I would have a patient who had a major surgery the day before, you know, the doctor or even, you know, a few hours before the doctor had just cut them open and put in a new joint and they come out. And the first thing I'm doing is I'm getting that patient, you know, 88 year old lady on a mat and bending that knee. And for me, it was great fun. For them, it was horrible pain. But that adversity, that pain, that struggle, was the thing that was required to get them back to where they wanted to be, back to walking, back to you know moving around their kitchen and doing shopping by themselves. So that's what brings out our hidden potential. Number four, adversity encourages us to make changes and take action. Yeah, we can decide to be a blob or, you know, make a change, make improvements, formulate a way to overcome it, and then continue on. Number four, never leave the scene of a decision without taking action. So the thought here is nothing is more detrimental to, to a person than hear something they need to change and leave the room doing nothing about it. I think Orn Woodward said that. So just look at the hardships that are happening and how to take action. Number five, adversity teaches us valuable lessons. Well, it does if we're willing to learn those lessons. Number six, adversity opens new doors. And this is interesting. I believe that getting fired Back in the day was what opened new doors that finally led to me getting into more business type stuff, which gave me the interest in podcasting and led me to here and a lot of other great things, things that I never would have done, people I never would have met without that adversity. So be open to it. And number seven, adversity builds confidence and self esteem. It can, if we'll allow it to. And when you need to overcome, Fear, for example, when um, working through adversity, the only solution is action. So the only, the only thing, I tell my daughter this all the time, I believe this was from Orrin Woodward as well, the only way to overcome fear is action. And in doing that, you will build confidence and self-esteem because you will overcome whatever is holding you back. So pretty b- brilliant concept. One of my favorite books on leadership called The Tripping Point in Leadership by David Bird. It sheds more light on fear and attitude. And he says to be an effective leader, you have to consistently fight your normal response responses to fear because effective leadership demands attitudes that are positive, productive and effective. So those are leadership traits of a great leader. And I think having character to choose the right when it's hard courage, choose the right when you're even scared and discipline, choosing the right, even when you don't feel like it are also very important in in addition to being positive, productive and effective. And finally, another quote from Mr. Bird, an attitude is a habit of thought. So if we're consistently trying to be positive positive. And make it a habit to do so, if it's putting sticky notes on a mirror or, you know, a reminder on your phone that pops up every, you know, two hours or whatever, that can help us develop that habit of thought. And then we can create the attitude of positivity, the attitude of, um, you know, action, the attitude of success. Whatever we're looking to develop, make it a habit, and then you'll consistently have that. So finally, kind of my birthday thoughts. The thoughts. Day of my birth, I declare this last piece of thinking that uh, I thought was pretty valuable. And it's this people just want validation. I know a lot of times, you know, we'll have a coworker, a neighbor, or a friend come and start telling us their woes. And sometimes it's really hard not to be like, seriously, man, I've got issues too. Deal with your stuff and I'll deal with mine. Just get over it. But A lot of times people just want a listening ear. They want validation. They want to know that someone else out there cares enough to say, oh man, that's, that's pretty rough. And sometimes they want the fixing, you know, men listen closely to this This is very important. A lot of times, maybe most of the time, our wives, women, ladies don't really want the fix. They don't want us to be like, well, you know, here's advice, here's how to fix it. Of course, you know, that's, duh, this is how you do it. But they just want validation. They just want someone to give them that listening ear and something that my wife and I have developed that I think worked out really well and is still very effective now is when she's recounting something that's going on. And my natural inclination is to say, well, this is what you need to do to fix that. I'll sit, And I'll stop her and I'll say, okay, is this a fix it thing or is this just a listen thing? And then she can kind of point me in the right direction so then I can formulate my responses properly and, you know, not necessarily be thinking, okay, how can, how can I fix this for her? And it's been really positive. So that's a lot of people that we come in contact with. They just want to know that someone else out there understands, cares for them, you know, nod your head, give them a hug afterwards. And just get some validation. And so next time, here, I guess here's a quick fix for today. It doesn't have to be somebody's birthday in, in order to do this. But quick fix is just give someone tomorrow, today, my birthday, day, some validation. Help them feel like they matter. That whatever they're thinking about struggling with, that you care about them. That it is hard. But, you know, they'll make it through. And you're glad to listen to them anytime that you, they need. And it could be just be an outlet for them. It could, in fact, be they need something fixed. And, um, you know, just developing that attitude of validation and not just looking to, you know, stay uh, isolated. We want to get away from that, hopefully. So for my birthday wish, though, that was our quick fix. My birthday wish is, number one, I wish, I just have two wishes. I can have two, right? I'm old enough. One birthday wish is to be more positive, just be nice to yourself, look in the mirror and tell yourself that you, that you love you. And I think that's, it's really just important to love yourself and that'll help you get success as well. Number two, my birthday wish is go on and give me a like, put a comment would be great because then other people will find the show And hopefully some of this information can help people. And I would really, really love it. I mean, this would be the cherry on top. If you send me an email at the quick fix podcast or the quickfix at gmail.com and tell me things you want to hear about things that you've been thinking about. If you've had something that's helped you and then give me a like, give me a comment, Uh, especially on Apple iTunes. They want to know that you like my show and then other people will find it and it'll help them too. So fulfill my birthday wish, people. (laughs) That would be awesome. So have a great day and make the world a better place. Hey, thanks for joining me on the Quick Fix Podcast. Make sure to hit subscribe and we'll talk to you next time. Quick Fix!